0: Welcome to this week's podcast, Woman Who Chat, where I'll be interviewing women in business who share their inspirational stories and their top tips, especially for you. My name is Sandra Garlick, and I'm the founder of Woman Who, and I'm delighted to bring these interviews to you each week to inspire you so that you can achieve in the future. Welcome to Woman Who Chat, and today I'm speaking with Katie Osborne from COBA Support. Hello, Katie, how are you?
1: Hi, Sandra. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, let's deal with the, 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 the topic that I'm dying to ask you about. You're pregnant, Katie.
1: Yes, yes. I'm uh, seven months now, so only a couple more, more months to go.
0: <laughs> Congratulations. And by Thank the you. time everybody's hearing this, you may actually have given birth and we'll come back <laughs> and find out all about that. But what sort of challenges, as a self-employed person, you, you run your own business, you're a solopreneur, What sort of challenges has that given you, knowing that potentially, you know, you've got new baby coming, you want to focus on new baby, but also you need to keep your business going?
1: Exactly. And it's just trying to stay visible in the right places, I think, at the moment, but also to try and get my head around maternity allowance, you know, financially, as if I was employed my employer would do that all for me and it'd be a breeze whereas having to do it myself and you know trying to have having to plan for the future it has it's been a bit more complicated and sort of required a bit more brain work let's say yeah. so yeah no
0: we're getting there yeah, it's the dreaded 10 kit days keeping in touch days isn't yeah. it? You can't break them up. You have to take them as a whole. And it's it's sort of thinking, well, which 10 days am I actually going to work? And what can I work on to the, the best and make it maximise it? So it's, it's, just, it's a challenge, isn't it? It is. It is. Yes. Yeah. And I suppose at some point you don't want to just stop because you need your business to keep turning. So what strategies have you put in place to make sure that things are happening while, while you're focusing on other things?
1: So... Yeah, I mean, that, that has been sort of a struggle. So I've got, as you know, I've got two sides of my business the business support and event support. So the business support is my virtual assistant side to the business. And that's where I've got the retainers and it, it keeps sort of ticking along nicely, which I've been out, able to outsource most of the work, but some I'm, I'm actually keeping on so I can keep in touch with my clients and I'm not very good at letting go. <laughs> um, as for the event side, corporates I'm trying to sort of just you know post out on my LinkedIn uh, when and as I can however I am focusing on the weddings mainly because I have discovered that deposits that are taken you know sort of a a non-refundable deposit beginning a halfway deposit they don't actually class as working so for a wedding, I wouldn't be working until the actual wedding day later on down the line. Wow. So what I'm doing is pushing the weddings letting my advertisement on hitched just keep rolling. and when I get the inquiries through, um, it will automatically send out you, you know my my, my prices. Yeah. And if they if they want a book, I can just you know send out a contract really quickly. And we we go from there, and then that that's just a nice little top up throughout the next few months
0: or so. And I imagine years ago, and you know, many years ago when I was pregnant, you um, literally had to stop working. Although I didn't, I went back after ten days. Um, <laughs> but but you know, there wasn't the regulation in it then. I was I was working in mother care at the time and demonstrating push chairs at te- ten days post birth, but <laughs> that wouldn't be allowed now. But the the thing is. With Zoom, with technology, with automation, with passive income streams, you don't physically have to be out there, but you can give the appearance of being out there, can't you? Yeah,
1: exactly. So that's that's the beauty of it. I can schedule a load of social media to go out when and as, but it's not physically me clicking send or you know post, which which is fantastic. So I'm just trying to prep as much as I can yeah. um, to sort of keep me visible and you know keep my audience up
0: to date with what's actually
1: going on too.
0: <laughs> yeah and you've I mean you've been involved with with helping the planning of, of Woman Who I mean that's a, a fairly not the largest of events but it's still a large event you know the menus you wouldn't believe I've been told that uh, my event uh, a women in business event has the most menu choices and dietary requirements than any other <laughs> event uh, the venue holds but uh, we've tried to cater for that by having menu choices that cater for vegans cater for vegetarians yeah. and for pescatarians so we we eliminate a lot of those choices but you know there is a lot of admin involved isn't there? there's a lot of organization involved oh in-
1: definitely I don't think a lot of people realize how much admin goes into an event so whether it's you know marketing the event in the run-up so you've got your social posts you've got your the content you've got the images things like that sort of put out there Um, and then it's not just once the event's done you've got to think about afterwards how are you going to you know utilize the content from the event to actually potentially market the next one um, but keep your audience engaged so yeah there's a lot more that goes on behind the scenes
0: (laughs) There is, and, you know, a wedding. Most people plan their weddings years in advance. It's very rare that people decide to get married on the spur of the moment and do it next week. So at least, you know, people are planning now weddings for 2024, 2025. Yes. Well, you know, that a lot of that work is going to be sort of towards the end of, of that period. Um, you know, once you've secured your venue, you've secured everything. And I imagine with uh, weddings, you know, people are booking their weddings years and years in advance. They're probably booking for 2024, 2025. Yep. What, what's the sort of timeline of people booking weddings far in advance these days? Um, for myself, because my on the
1: day package is probably the most popular. So it's normally about, um, about a year in advance. However, I have recently done one month. <laughs> wow. um, they had a DIY bride who is very much, I can do it all. I'm going to do this myself. I can do this. And, you know, parents and the bridal party can manage this. And it came to it, you know, when she was thinking about the logistics on the day, she was thinking, well, I've actually got to get ready. My bridesmaids have got to get ready. Mum and dad are not going to want to be, you know, on the day sort of meeting and greeting caterers and telling them what to do and where to be. And granted, I work with a lot of brides who have venues which don't have a coordinator or some sort of operations management going on on the day. So that's that's where I step in and sort of, you know, fill the gaps mm-hmm. um, it just gives them a bit of breathing space. So, yes, <laughs> it was a month, month sort of lead time, uh, but in general, sort of a, a year to two years in advance. Yeah,
0: I think people don't realise I run my awards every year and you know how they run because you event managed it for me this year. And, you know, there is so much to do on the day, you know, and you turn up at the venue and it, it, it's like a blank canvas, isn't it? And it's yeah. coordinating everything. And historically, I've always done it myself with my son's support. But, you know, it comes there comes a time where you realize I've just got to hand this over because I can't physically be everywhere to yeah. do everything and coordinate everything and deliver this event. So you can imagine how a bride and groom, you know, they want their special day to be about them. They don't want to be running into the kitchen saying, where's the desserts? <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: <laughs> so what else is on the? I know it's difficult because we've got something very special on the horizon. But what else is on the horizon, uh, Katie, for you? to be honest i'm trying to sort of work out more packages so i can sort of
1: offer more to my clients um again that's something that's i'm going to be sort of working on i think sort of over the maternity leave um you know penciling down my ideas and things like that so ways of how i can sort of grow the business i'm very keen not to let my business go i think after well it'll be two years in december having manage my own business I I can't see myself going back I love being able to sort of develop you know what I've put into into it so you know you reap your benefits don't you You see what goes into it Um, so I want to be able to sort of keep that going keep it growing um, but also not let a child stop that (laughs) so yes I'm trying to work out how I'm going to juggle both but we're very lucky that we've got such great it's such a great support network within our family locally um so yeah very fortunate
0: well Obviously, I mean, you've been to Woman Who Awards events before, you've seen we have high chairs there, you've seen babies on stage before, So <laughs> I'm very much hoping that you'll be there with your baby on the <laughs> stage this year and part of the event in 2023. It's been great catching up with you, Katie. It really, really has. And I can't wait for the next chapter when, when in the new year. So uh, that's absolutely fantastic. Uh, would you like to just leave our audience with something, whether it's a Piece of advice about juggling things or you know there may be many expectant mothers who have got their own businesses who are just in panic mode right now what piece of advice would you give them
1: to talk to someone talk to someone who has either been through it before or who, or who knows about it I have to admit I felt a bit overwhelmed at first didn't know sort of quite where to turn to because it's not like I've got a HR or anything as such that I can talk to my company or my my team leader um, so yes talk talk to people there are many people going through similar situations if you're a part of network groups yeah just pick everyone's brains and you can choose which advice you you take and what not to take i think that's i think i'd rather have almost too much and sort of pick what
0: i think is right for me that's great great advice well it's been fantastic speaking to you today katie that's katie osborne from cover support thank you Katie. Thank you. Thank you for joining the Woman Who Chat weekly podcast this week. I hope you enjoyed it. You can join me next week to hear another inspirational woman in business. In the meantime, you might want to visit womanwho.co.uk to find out how you can start your Woman Who journey.